Hey there, fam. It's Jenny again. Here for another episode of Twinsies, but not really. Yeah, and I'm back. Sorry to disappoint a lot of people. Todd. Looking at you. (laughs) Yeah, so this episode with Matt was like one of the highest listened episodes. Maybe it's just because... People your, hate your me. Your husband is more of my twin than you are. <laughs> <sighs> maybe it's because he's... Sorry about it, guys. He's annoying, but maybe just not as annoying as you. Yeah, I am pretty annoying, so... Well, I mean, at least you're cognizant of it. Oh, no, I 100% realize I'm annoying as fuck. AF. <laughs> so Highly. That's the as fuck. Yeah, I know. I'm just reiterating the oh, AF. okay. That annoying, huh? Like exclamation point. <laughs> like two exclamation points. Jesus Christ. Okay, thanks. And percent. Surprise <laughs> is a roast Mandy episode. <laughs> Coming to you. Ooh. No. Podcast roast. No. Not today. <laughs> we have a plan again. Um, we're, we are. God. God, I can't talk. We're going to slowly kind of get our way into the true crime thing. So next week will be another true crime one. We'll alternate Or right like now. conspiracy thing because Matt will be back next week. I know everyone's looking forward to it because, you know, fuck me. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> fuck my podcast. Am I right? <laughs> Kick me off my own fucking podcast. Um, <laughs> it's a rebellion. Anarchy. It's going to be a mutiny. <laughs> um, so... Today we are gonna have we're gonna like talk about some life stuff and then we're gonna talk about something Jenny did yes, over the th- weekend. Oh. Well, yeah. Friday into Saturday. It's Friday into Saturday because I'm a crazy person. Yeah, and now she's paying for it. But it was for good it was for a good reason. It was, it was, but now she's paying for it. I am. So we're gonna start Dear off. Ava is now officially five. Did you have to say it with that I nasally did. voice? She's a baby. She had her birthday on Tuesday. Um, and because of COVID, everything's kind of wonky. The COVID. So she doesn't, she didn't get like a real birthday party this year. So we kind of overdid what she was able to get. Um, because I'm extra like, as fuck. So, um, even the teacher was like, oh. <laughs> so. On Tuesday, I picked up this, like, really nice cake for her. Um, I saw this post on was Facebook. It because it was German chocolate. Okay, it. she likes it. That's the important part. It had coconut. And that's the important part it's is that she liked it. She liked it. It's like not ranch. ranch. Ugh, gross. Ew, <laughs> I just a little a, bit. I just had a thought of ranch cake. <laughs> Ew. Oh my god. Oh. Like I could picture. Okay, hold on. Time out. Um, I could picture like one of those like nasty white people recipes where they get like gelatin and the they mix in. Yes, packets. and they mix in ranch. And then put it in, like, a cake pan so it gets to, like, that shape. And then put, like, celery and carrots along the outside of it. Could you stop? And then you just cut your slice of ranch cake, gelatinous ranch cake. 
<laughs> Ew, God, ranch is so fucking disgusting. And then you have the, the carrots and the celery on the end. Can't you see that on like Tasty or something? I need you to stop. Oh, it's so gross. Because I was Ugh. silent for that long because I'm really like. <laughs> She's been here like gagging if the whole you, time I said that. If you, if you know me, IRL, you know that it's really hard to make my stomach turn. <laughs> and that. <laughs> like they did that with Oof. spaghettios did you see that I one did see that that didn't, yeah that that's what bad. i was picturing right like that, that version but ranch and carrots and celery that wasn't nearly as bad as what you just described <laughs> in vivid horrid detail and it was the gelatinous that got you <laughs> my stomach literally was just like <laughs> you thought <laughs> it just threw itself off the way okay. uh, off the off the plane it's okay done. okay okay all right time in all right so we there was a post on Facebook from this company that, like, it was like a baker. <laughs> yeah, right? No. It's a, a bakery near us that posted basically, like, if you can't afford a birthday cake, let us know and we'll give you one for free. Because it breaks their heart to think of kids going without a birthday cake because their parents can't afford it because due to COVID. And I was like, oh, my God, that's the sweetest thing ever. I'm definitely going to support that company. So we bought. I didn't get it donated because you know <laughs> thankfully we're still working i need a free cake but i yeah. like your come i like your cause <laughs> <laughs> we're, i'm we're, your cause you know yeah <laughs> we're lucky enough to still be working through all this so we did not get the free cake so we bought a cake from them to support their business because it was super sweet that they were doing that mm-hmm. so she got that cake on tuesday her kick her kick kick um and then she got some presents um, I got her some awesome stuff. Why don't you tell them about it, Mandy? <laughs> Jenny got her some, like, pants and, like, it's a whole, tunic set. It's a whole outfit, okay? Ava is the only child I know that will be more excited about clothing than toys. Yeah. So I'm really happy that I have someone to share that with. She was like, you got me boxes? <laughs> I was like, I could just put it in a bag. But I was like, it's, it's her birthday and she's still a kid. Well, we, no, because she took the paper off and it was a plain white box. And she was like, what is it? <laughs> it's a box. And she's like, what? Yeah, that old, that old, old <laughs> totally worked on her. Did not. She did, <laughs> perfect so, audience. Yeah. So Jenny got her, um, they're like little tunicky shirts and One pants. leopard print with and it came with like and a little, gold belt. And they came with um, like little headbands. Mm-hmm. They're really cute. Um, so she got two of those. And then she got her a unicorn dress. Yes. It's pink and it's got It's princessy, it's pink, and it was six dollars. <laughs> Ava listening to this in fifteen thank years. Thank you, TJ Maxx. <laughs> Ava, your auntie is frugal. And, and the I zipper is a unicorn. Oriented. Yes. Yes. The zipper is a unicorn. Even though I dress like a man ninety percent of the time now. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It's super cute. I'm comfortable. So she got her some super cute clothes. Um, and mom got her like a little vanity dressing table thing because Ava always plays with moms and keeps knocking all her shit over. So uh-huh. mom got her her own so she could play with that. Um, and then, oh, I, we got her a, a good puzzle. She's super into puzzles right now. So she got one with a puzzle like. with her face on it. Yeah. So it's got like mm-hmm. her newborn pictures and then from when she was one, two, three, four, and then this year. Yeah. And it's super cute. She loved it. Um, and you wonder why your child's like, oh, it's all about me. Hey, whatever. It's her birthday. So why not it make it all about her? Like back when it was my birthday and I was a kid. <laughs> well, we still have to get Mandy something so she doesn't feel bad. Well, not for the first three years. Oh, the three years that I can't remember? Yeah. 
Exactly. It's not my fault I was born. You're staring at me like that. So then she, um, I got her a Build-A-Bear because you can order those online. Yeah. Which I didn't realize, which is super cute. Of course, bringing it over to mom's house on her birthday, she immediately had to strip the bear. Of course. I don't know why her, cl- her toys weird. can never have clothes on. They always have to be naked. Because nudity <laughs> is the great equalizer. <laughs> so the fucking outfit I bought for the bear was just, you know, pointless. Um, so we celebrated her birthday that way. And then I had to work the next day. So we got cupcakes for school. There's like nine kids in her, or eight, yeah, nine kids in her class. So they got goodie bags and cupcakes. Did you do good goodie bags? Or yes, were you like I that did. Cheap mom. No, I did good ones. Why they, do I have erasers in my goodie bag? Well, there wasn't an eracer in there, but it was a flamingo eraser. They're not even fucking. They're not even in kindergarten. They're in kindergarten. It's private kindergarten. Did you feel bougie enough saying that? No, it's kindergarten. It's just out of daycare. <laughs> She said if she was full-time, that'll count as private kindergarten. Okay. We can't afford it, so it's not going to, but... <laughs> okay. It's expensive. Oh, my I know. God. I know. <sighs> We're doing one extra day per pay period now. Jesus. So she can have a total of, you know, three days each week mm-hmm. just to kind of even it out for her. I understand. Ugh. God. I know. It's so expensive. So... There, it was only, like, $20 more to do that. So we're like, okay, that's fine. You know, we'll, we'll do that. But we're yeah. not doing five days a week. Okay? There's no way we can do five days a yeah. week. Whereas I found out that Luke, because he's, you know, an early birthday, is going to be, you know, graduating at 18. Mm-hmm. Like I did. Well, Ava will, too. Well, now she will. Yeah. But, you know. Um, and I was telling him, he's like, you know, he likes to do that thing where he's like, you know, in one year I'll be a teenager, Ugh. and then in two years I'll be driving. I was like, dude, why are you doing that shit to me? <laughs> so I, I called him, and I was like, well, do you want to go find an empty parking lot, and I can let you drive my car? He's like, oh, um, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of bark behind your bite mm-hmm. there, buddy. I've told him before, if we can find a completely empty parking lot, no cars, no light poles, just completely empty, open parking lot. Yeah. He can drive my car. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, he's taller than me. It's not like he's not gonna be able to see. I mean, he, I'd rather him do it and practice now, than fail the driver's test like I did a million times. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I don't test well. <laughs> Meanwhile, I test really well and then just completely fail at everything else afterwards. Yeah. I, like cram for the test, and then my brain just forgets all the knowledge that I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this was on the test, was it? And I do like I do really well with multiple choice tests, and then my brain just shuts down afterwards, and I'm like, "What did I just do?" <laughs> well, <laughs> I just don't have much of a memory. Yeah, we'll get into that in a moment. Hmm. <laughs> so, she had her party at school, and then today we just did today Sunday, so we just um, did one with the family, um, the fam. So my mom, Matt. Ava, Jenny, Colin, and Luke, and then our dad came down, which was awesome because we hadn't seen him since, since March. March. This is the God's longest sake. we've ever gone without Fucking seeing COVID, him. COVID, man. I haven't seen my dad. It's been literally, we've never gone that long. Yeah, no, ever. never. Even even when they got divorced, it had never been that long. Yeah. So we Ugh. got to see our dad. It was awesome. It was so really she, weird not seeing him for that long. Yeah. And she got her new bike. 
I did so get a video. I did excited. get a reaction video. Since awesome. You, yeah, so you could see it. Yeah, she was really excited about it. She got one last year for her birthday, but I was an idiot and bought, like, the size she was just about to grow out of instead of, like, the one she would be in a second. So uh-huh. now when she rides her old bike, she's, like, it's like she's on, like, a baby bike. Mm-hmm. So she got a new one. It's still a little bit big for her, but she's able to make it work. Matt had her go around the whole neighborhood. So cute. Yeah. Um, she loves riding a bike loves it so she's really excited and the helmet was so freaking cool did you see that yeah i like that she can draw on yeah it. it's i this, really like that it's like hot pink um but it came with these dry erase markers that are meant for dark color so it like she can draw on it and then once it's dry it's on there unless you you know get like something to wipe it off but otherwise that's okay um and it comes with like stencils and stuff it's really cute it's awesome yeah so that was that was that. Mm-hmm. So we had Ava's party. Very exciting. Um, do you want to talk about why you don't have much of a memory, and then we'll go into what you did this sure. weekend? Sure. All right. Sure. So sure. back when you ruined my <laughs> wait, did I say sure? No. Yeah, you did. Just I was. Like, I couldn't remember. It was just the way you said it was like sure. S H O R E. Yeah. Sure. Down by the shore. Um, back when you started ruining my life as being born. God. So she hated me. When I didn't I was first hate born. you. I was weirded. Afraid of me. I was weirded out by you. Because Why is that thing all small and Roseanne like? <laughs> it looks like Roseanne Barr. I don't like it. I looked like the fat Roseanne when I was a baby. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, until you cut off your pigtails and then had a haircut that made you look Asian. Yeah. Which gave mom all the life in the world. Yeah. It was all she ever wanted. <laughs> um, you know that if they didn't have me, they were going to adopt a baby from China? You know, they said the same thing about me. Yeah, well, and, I mean, they lost, like, a shit ton of kids. Well, so. they had started the paperwork, apparently, and then when they found out they were oh, pregnant shit. with me, they were like, mm, never mind, bye. Way to ruin the life of some little girl in China, Jenny. Yeah. Hey, I didn't. It has to be born, okay? Exactly. Exactly. So... Dick. Right? God. So, anyway, what happened was, when I was, uh, maybe, what, four or five? Something like that? (laughs) I just pulled up a picture of Fat Roseanne. I googled Fat Roseanne, and it's me. (laughs) It's me as a a baby. Let's, uh, let's put a comparison picture up on the Twitter. That one? No, the one you just Googled. I think this is a pretty good one, though, because, like, my face when I was no, in my newborn picture. No, the picture of you in the newborn picture. That one is the one that you should put up. No, I feel like this one looks... Whatever. Anyways, go ahead. Because you were all rosy and squishy-faced. No, I was I was very orange. Whatever. Just I was like Donald and find, Trump. Find the picture, and then we'll find the comparison picture. Okay. All right. So, I was probably five. Four or five. Probably four, because it was before I broke my nose. Um, Jesus. I know. We'll talk about that too, or? <laughs> yeah, we can do that too. So It goes right along. It was before, yeah, it was, it, it falls into the whole not, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I was, it was the, it was the early 80s. I mean, the late 80s. So, you know, apparently car seat safety wasn't really a thing back then. Oh no, not at all. Yeah. So Mandy's infant car seat was in the front seat where mom could like give her a bottle and shit. Jesus Christ. You know? So we're, and, um, I guess m- mom hadn't picked her up from daycare or she was with daddy or something, wherever she 
wherever she was, she wasn't with us. That's not the one. That I'm talking. I know, but that that's a Jenny face. That's a fucking Roseanne face. That's a Jenny face. Um, no, that's a Jenny face. <laughs> God, my, why is my nose like twenty feet wide? He's um, so confused. <laughs> I always look confused because I have no memory, Mandy. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, found it. We're gonna put it on Twitter. It's gonna be on the Twitter. Check out Twinsies, but not really. Thank on you Twitter. to our one follower. I appreciate you. Was it David? Yeah. Thanks, David. Am I not wrong? No, that's, that's not the perfect. That's picture. not the picture. No, it's perfect. The other one's better. <sighs> um. Anyway, no, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's just find a better picture. Um. Let me just tell my fucking Go. story. God, you always interrupt tell me. Tell the story. So You always interrupt me. I do not. So Mandy was not with us. I was in the car and I decided that, you know, as a toddler, I decided I wanted to sit in the front seat because Mandy was always in the front seat. Why shouldn't I sit in the front seat of the old station wagon? The wagon. Cr- the Crown Victoria. The wagon. <laughs> the, the Crown Victoria station wagon with the wood paneling. Um, so I was like throwing a fit and said I wanted to sit in the the car seat or I I think I was still in a booster at the time and mom was like no you need, can't sit in the car seat you need to sit in the booster I'm like well I'll sit in Mandy's booster or car seat then and lo and behold who's gonna not argue with a three-year-old or four-year-old or however the fuck old I was so she lets me sit in the car seat the baby car seat in the front but you know I'm not fucking an infant so I don't fit in the car seat. So I'm literally sitting on top of this car seat, like butt perched on top of it, not buckled in at all. <laughs> so this would be the time that she has to slam on her brakes and I fly forward, spider the windshield with your forehead, with my forehead. And, you know, that's the story. <laughs> and got no medical care. <laughs> yeah. I was like. I'm thinking, you know, if that had been Luke, he'd be in, he'd be getting like an MRI. <laughs> he'd be getting all sorts of things. He'd be getting investigated by CPS. Oh, I certainly would. <laughs> I'd probably have lost my child. Um, it was a very different time. Yeah. So I'm like, mom, why didn't you take me to the doctor? And she said, well, I asked you if you were okay. You said you were fine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm not sorry. This happened. This is why I have a shitty memory. Well, why you assume? I assume I have a shitty memory. Well, you do, but like this. No, is- I assume. Did I say that? No, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, uh, that's gonna be on the assume new. Assume why? That's gonna be on the new T-shirts. Did I say that? <laughs> I think that's already. Been- oh wait, no. Did I do that? Yeah. Okay. I'm cool. not Urkel. Cool, cool, cool. Cuckoo. So. Uh- and then, oh yeah, the, what uh, happened yeah, at you, mom? You can you can tell it. No, you tell it. Oh, it was your nose. Mom was at like the R.I.P. G- Jenny's original nose. <laughs> they had to buy me a new one. Um, no, they didn't. That's why I still have a bump. Um, <laughs> so I was at the mall, probably like five or six again. And maybe you should have listened. Okay, well, okay. What toddlers don't run at the play area at the mall? The play area, Mandy. There's the no, play area. There was no, there was no play designated area. It was fucking stairs and a fountain. That's all we had back then. <laughs> we had to make do. Yeah. Throw fucking pennies in the fountain and hope for a wish. Hope for, you don't drown. Wish for a <laughs> playground. You know. <laughs> um, oh God. 
so we're so i'm running around mom's at the jewelry store or some fucking thing she's doing because what does she do and i don't care because i'm five you know and back then they had these like metal handrails to get down the stairs which happened to be jenny nose height (laughs) (laughs) um and so mom of course i mom said well i told you not to run well yeah you told me not to but you know i'm a kid and i didn't listen so i'm running around and run smack dab into said metal handrail which was bridge of my nose height and broke that motherfucker with the quickness and you know we're talking about blood everywhere i don't have any recollection of that moment honestly you were that kid i don't remember it would you remember it though well i don't know is that also contributing to my memory issues i don't know was this this the the car thing was before that so who knows yeah. who knows but i think this was who one knows of the, indeed but there was a nurse there so everything was okay oh yeah this woman like i'm i'm dead on the ground apparently mom's <laughs> screaming and freaking out and this woman comes by screeching according to mom that she is a nurse <laughs> and mom's like okay well then do something <laughs> but uh, did i get medical treatment no, no. <laughs> I came to. I said I was all right. I did not get medical treatment because it was the like late eighties, early nineties, and that's how things happened. Back no, then. just apparently with our family. Yeah, well, true. <laughs> that that too. So I, yeah, uh, when I stuck a fucking rat tail comb in my ear, I went straight to the ER. Did you? Mm-hmm. Did you do that? Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna. T- I I'm don't gonna, remember it. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you a little secret that they don't know. Huh. You ready for a truth bomb, mom? All right. So at one point, I stuck it deep in there, right? Nah. Deep in there. Why were you doing it? I don't. Wax the ears? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so Itching at it. one point, they covered the, the good ear and they were talking to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I pretended like I couldn't hear what they were saying because they said something about going to get ice cream. If like I was like I want whatever you're talking about, but I don't know what it is. You fat fuck. <laughs> I was like six. You food motivated motherfucker. <laughs> so then we went to the hospital and I was like, this is not ice cream. <laughs> God damn it! I was lied to by ice cream. Yeah. So um. Ding. <laughs> and like I got I got my my medical care. When I cracked my chin open. Yeah, I love that you got all this medical treatment. Yeah. Like, you cracked your leg open and you... Well, that I was, like, 13 when that happened. Yeah, but you were still a minor. Mm-hmm. When, like, when was... Can you ever remember me going to the hospital? When you jacked up your knee. Didn't, like, get shut in a door or something? No, that was my pinky. My pinky What happened got, to your knee? Because at one point you It got your... twisted and I was on crutches for, like, a day. Quutches? Quutches. <laughs> Aren't I? I was not aren't I? Aren't I? Coot? <laughs> coot? God. I know. Yeah. No. I remember. I remember you doing that. I got my hand slammed in the. Well, Katie slammed my hand in that door. Yeah. And that, you know, I could. Did you get medical care for that? I, I got to remember. I think it was like two days later, <laughs> when I couldn't bend them. Jesus. Yeah, because I was like... I was also very accident-prone. It was my right hand, because it was my hand I write with, and I couldn't, like, do this. So they were like, "Mm, we probably should take her. (laughs) 
now that it's had time to heal a little now bit. That it's, now that it's set in a little. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, you, uh, you got a lot of... Uh, I was really accident prone as a kid. I mean, I still am. Hi, but, do like, you know who you're talking to? I was really accident prone. Although, what's really funny is that... You know, I'm known for being the accident-prone one in my group of friends, but I think it might just be the Proctor DNA. It is, because Ava's got it, too. Yeah, because <laughs> I think it's just, uh, I think it's just us. Yeah. <laughs> that lack of contact sports as kids. <laughs> I would have liked contact sports. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't have to work so hard to not be fat. Cool. Mom's going to be listening to this and be like, oh, so just everything I did was wrong then? <laughs> How many times have I heard that? Mm-hmm. Anyway, speaking of contact sports, I'm and uh, working hard to not be fat. I am working hard to not be <laughs> fat. Yesterday, I'm also working hard to move at present. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever felt every muscle the way I'm feeling it today. Ever. Can I just time out one second? <sighs> Look very quickly at this and tell me what it says. 9-11, never forget hometown heroes. Looking at this... It looked like it said hi. Nope. I was like, hi, never forget. That's weird. <laughs> That's a good segue, It too. is a good segue, see? It, was, it wasn't a terrible thing that I did that. It was, but, you know. Here's your segue. <laughs> did you see me just driving by? Cartoon Jenny <laughs> driving by on a segue? Someone draw me! <laughs> um, so... I have you tweet it to us at Twinsies, but not really. Yeah, tweet Twitter. me a drawing of Jenny on a, a Segway going, wee, I'm on a Segway. <laughs> or I was saying, wee, this is my Segway. I looked for that on Etsy. I was hoping somebody would have had it and made that joke, and no one did. Oh my god, we're about to be yeah. doing a thing. Uh-huh. I gotta find a... Some- I tried to buy it for you. I gotta find someone Didn't who exist. can draw for me. What about, um... What's his name's mom? I want like a cartoony digital version. Okay. I'll draw me. Fuck it. Yeah. You're good at that. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll draw me. Anyway. Um, Trust in yourself. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Another segue into yesterday because I really needed to. Um, so, yeah. Uh, um, not, yesterday. not yesterday. You keep saying yesterday and it wasn't yesterday. It was Friday night, which <laughs> was September 11th. Uh huh. And, um, for those, I'm sure everyone knows what the significance of the date is, but just in case, I don't know how uh, how how big it is in other countries. But it was the since date we're in other countries, other people are listening. Mm-hmm. Since we're an international podcast and all, um, you know, September 11th was was the date that um, our the planes were hijacked and crashed into the. Twin Towers in New York and the Pentagon. The Pentagon, and then the Arlington final plane was um, hijacked and supposed to hit in D.C., but actually was went down in a field in in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, because the passengers on the plane said "fuck no" and tr- we're going to take back control of the plane. And when the Hijackers realized they were outnumbered and were going to lose the fight. They crashed the plane in a suicide mission because fuck them. You done? Sorry, it was a mosquito. Jesus. Inside. Um, so... Thank you. 
September 11th was always very significant since that happened. Yeah. Um, we had a rough time with that date. Yeah, September 11th, 2001. Um, they say that when something like that happens, you really don't forget where you were. Yeah. And you find your why and why you, you know, continue to do these things and remember things for these people and why I do like go ruck events and stuff like that. Um, my why was uh, sitting in science class in 2001. I think I was what, a sophomore? I was in eighth grade, so. Yes. So I was no, so- you had been a junior. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I was a junior. All right, so I was sitting in science class, and I remember we had been watching the news because the teacher said something was going on, and we were all figuring out together. And then we saw a plane hit the World Trade Center, the second one, and they started filming people. Like, they turned it off when we started seeing people jumping out of buildings. And it was just... Polar opposite experience from what I had. Yeah, it was just completely mind-numbing, and... You know, the very first thought I had was, holy crap, my cousin Eileen lives in New York. Mm-mm. You were worried about Annie. Eileen was already gone. Was she? Yeah. Okay, Annie. Yeah, you were, you were worried about Annie. See, that's that memory thing. Thank you. Uh-huh. I don't... <laughs> yeah, no, because mom was... Our mom was friends with this woman that lived in the area down there. Um, or up there, I guess, but downtown. Um... Yeah, she was she you know was friends with her. She was up in New York at home, and Jenny was worried that yeah, so it happened to her. Yeah, so that was it. That was my first thought. Eileen yeah. died when I was in fifth grade. Yeah, sorry, I don't remember things. Obviously, yeah, I got you. <laughs> um, timelines blur together. Yeah, um, I just remember because like my mom was like, "No, you're too young. You can't go to the funeral." And I was in class, and you guys were up in New York. Yeah, it wasn't. That was just I remembered that. That was mm-hmm. one of those things that was just to kind of you know stick with you. Yeah, I understand. So, I was worried about that, and then I started hearing rumors that something was happening in D.C., and I didn't, like, know where I was hearing. Like, we didn't have anything confirmed yet, because at that point, the teachers weren't telling us anything. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, like, starting to freak out, because Mom was supposed to be at the Pentagon that day. And, holy shit, what are we supposed to do? I'm freaking out, and then I get called to the fucking office. And I'm like, holy shit, they're going to tell me my mom's dead. Holy fuck. Yeah. And I I remember walking to the the office with, like, someone that they sent from like the, counselor. the counselor's office. And I had to stop in the bathroom and throw up. And then um, I kept going and mom was actually there. And I don't think I've ever felt, like, the weight of relief yeah. in such a crushing blow. Like, I could literally feel, like, myself sagging to my knees. Like, almost, like I didn't. Yeah. Because I was still in school and I was still, you know, too cool for that. But <laughs> I'm a junior. Yes, obviously. But then we... And then, of course, in true Dr. <laughs> Family Jew fashion, we went and picked up Mandy, and then we went and got Chinese. No, she got me first. Did she? Mm-hmm. And then we went and got Chinese. <laughs> yeah, she got me first. But, yeah. So, and... You know, Mom, let me just point out the fact that, you know, next time you want to get mad at us, just remember us being late and pissing you off and making you late that day saved your life. Just mm-hmm. remember that. Yep. We got in, so 
mom and I had gotten in a fight that morning, um, which was not good. Um, they were, I was, so I was in middle school, I was in eighth grade and they weren't telling us anything. There were rumors going around amongst the students and all, but this is like before cell phones and like some teachers apparently had it on their TVs. Yeah. Um, mine did not. Yeah. None of my teachers did. Um, a friend of mine came up to me and said, dude, somebody bombed the Pentagon. Again, rumor mill, you know? Yeah. And I started freaking out because mom and I got in a fight that morning. One of the last thing we had said to each other was something involving a fight. Yeah. And I'm like sobbing. Like we went up to the, we were in, I guess we had gotten to lunchtime by the time she managed to make it up to mm-hmm. German it was just sitting there with that pit of dread in your stomach. Yeah. So we're like going through class after class and like, you know, you start hearing things and I went up to the office and I was people like, I want to try to get pulled out. Yeah. People mm-hmm. started getting pulled out of class and I went up to the office and I was like, I want to call my mom and to let me use the phone and phone lines were completely down. Mm-hmm. I remember um, trying that too. Yeah. And there were, t- there were parents in the, in the office as they were pulling kids out and they were like all the military kids were in the office crying and mm-hmm. we have like a pretty big military. you know because of our proximity to dc is we have a lot of military families here um and you know all the kids in my grade were in there crying and um one of the secretaries was like nothing happened if something had happened we would have gotten an alert across our computers go back to class mm never forget that shit so fucking and like there are parents in the office saying there are tanks going down 270 mm-hmm. and she's saying nothing happened oh i know so i have to go back and like eventually we make it to lunch and i'm in there and the set the cafe or i can't talk <sighs> the counselor comes up and tells me your mom called she's okay she's coming to get you and, you know, you want to hear the person's voice. Yeah. So I went back to try to get her on the phone again. And mm-hmm. it just did not work. Yeah. And I made, you know, I we finished lunch and we're going to, I was going to my history class. And my friend was there. Um, and, like, we were walking down the hall together. And I just started, like, sobbing. Mm-hmm. We went into the bathroom. And I'm, like, sitting on the floor, like, head in my hands, just sobbing. And so she, like, she was joking around trying to, like, make me laugh, I guess, to just kind of get me out of that mindset or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I got, like, calmed down enough. I went to class, and, like, the girl behind me was like, you know, what's what's going on? Like, why are you so, you know, she could tell I had been crying. And she's just, like, passing notes back and forth with me, like, talking to me. Mm-hmm. Um I remember she made a joke on there, like, about, like, apparently, or she had said the guy that was in front of me had, like, picked his nose or something, because, you know, eighth grade shit. Of course. Um, but it calmed me down enough, and then a few minutes later, they pulled me out. Yeah. Um, and mom was really close friends with one of the English teachers at my school, and she had seen mom as she walked in, and she was like, you know, hold on, I'll go get her. So she came and grabbed me, and I got my stuff and went upstairs, and we left. Then we went to get you. And I remember we were going down to Rockville to go to Chinese at that place by um, where I used to work. Yeah. Yeah. 
and um, I remember her commenting about the lack of planes. Yeah, that's the one that sticks out to me too. Is yeah. her commenting about the lack of contrails? Yeah, and I'm saying like, I wonder if this is what it looked like before planes were invented. Yeah, and like I, she also said something about she's she was glad that her mom didn't live, live to, to see it because she had died um, the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, I remember that. Yeah. So that was our experience with September 11th. It was as millennials. Well, I you know I also had a friend you know in high school since I was in high school. Um, you know she had a her dad commuted to New York. Oh Jesus! For uh, for work and worked in the World Trade Center and did not make it out. Jesus. And so, you know, I found out a lot about the programs that they provide for the families after this and um you know they they there's a volunteer group that puts a white rose on every single name oh wow for every single person that lost a life there and i don't know it's um it's hard i feel like if you if you did lose a family member and like so many people did obviously but yeah. you know having lost a family member on such a such a huge significant part of American history and then having to be reminded of it like it's bad enough to have an anniversary day come up but to have such one that's in such a public eye that you hear about constantly yeah I feel like that would just it would stab me in the gut every time but you know when uh when I do the one doing so I did the event that I did in Pennsylvania. Yeah, so explain. Yeah, so I went to, I did a Go Ruck event called a Tough. It was a Tough. There's like three tiers of Go Ruck events for the most, for the most part. It's a light, a, he- a tough, and a heavy. Um, I've only done real, like, lights before. Um, a light does not equal easy. It's four. Like your disclaimer there? Well, no, it's what it says on the website. No. It's four to five hours, usually like eight to ten miles. And a lot of PT. Um, a tough is like ten to twelve hours, and like fifteen to twenty miles, and a fuck ton of PT. PT. And then a heavy is like eighteen hours, I think, something like that. And just a fuck ton of mileage and a fuck ton of PT, and just enough to break a man. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. Mm-hmm. So. I did the 9-11 Tough in Shanksville yesterday, or on Friday, and it was, you know, it's in honor of the 44 passengers who lost their lives on that plane, and who, um, you know, decided to try and fight back against people trying to decide their fate, and even though they did lose their lives, they still you know, they, I feel like they still chose their way, you know? Yeah. Which I like. And, um, you know, I'm not going to read all of the bios right now. Um, so at each rest point. Yeah. So each, each, so the, I'll just do a brief breakdown. Um, it started with an admin session where you go over name, you go over what's in your ruck, you go over, you know, what, you know, all the admin stuff. Like, make sure you have everything. Masks, gloves, hand sanitizer. But no cell phones. 
Cell phones are a lot, you have to have your cell phone on you, but it has to be in a waterproof container in your bag. Yeah, she sent a message to the family group chat. It was like, okay, fam, going dark. <laughs> That's what I do. Um, basically, so what, what the cadre, it was cadre Barbarossa. He's pretty cool. I actually got a chance to chat with him. He's a really cool dude. Um, he was saying that he had a guy who did his last tough and did not finish. And he was in, like... It was, it was during COVID times in, like, Ohio somewhere. And while it's a big... It was probably Cincinnati or something. While it's a big city, there weren't really... Taxis aren't really a thing right now. So this guy was, like, left with no phone and no way to get a cab or anything like that. So part of GoRuck's policy now is that you take your phone, but you're not allowed to use it, and that you do $20... You have $20 quitter cash on you at all times, just in case you have to quit shitty name for it. Well, it's a shitty feeling to have to quit. <laughs> so. Jesus. That's another thing. Therapist that I kind of told her I didn't want to talk. I would call her. Don't call me. I call I'll call you. Um, she was like, well, if you don't do it, is that such, such a bad thing? If you can't make it? Yeah, it is. She's like, if you quit, then that's just your body saying that's your limit. No, that means I'm not trying hard enough. Well, you pushed past that point and look at you now, and you now you have to go to a doctor because you don't fucked yourself up. I so well, better I know now than next time I'm trying to train. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, let me finish, and I'll get to how I to the fucking myself and then the defucking on what I, my plans are. Um, <laughs> defucking the defucking. So. Um, after the admin was a welcome party, which is PT. So it's like, get on this concrete, do push-ups. Now do overhead rep presses. Now do flutter kicks. Now do some more. <laughs> Keep doing them. Now, oh, see all this, all that heavy shit over there? Pick that up and we're going to carry it. <laughs> Jesus. So we had 41 people. You have to pay for this. I did pay for this, yes. Yeah. You pay to get abused yes (laughs) so i we had 41 people 31 coupons a coupon is a heavy item that you're carrying okay i was a blank stare (laughs) coupon 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 um so it was like what five liter water bladders or something Maybe four liters, something like that. But they were big, and they were like, I saw that like big ass jug thing. That's yeah, the big jerry can. Sure. Fuck that jerry can. So that's five liter jerry can. It's forty pounds of water, and it's like you, it's not big enough to put with two hands. You can't do anything with it, so you can either bear hug it or you can carry it by the handle. Let me tell you how your forearms feel like fucking Popeye after that. I could not even close my hands after I got done carrying that thing. Um, so we had a movement each, each rucking session is broken up into movements so it was a 65 minute movement which was like 4 or 5 miles something like that every time we say movement all I can think of is Hamilton it's not a moment it's a movement it's movement it's movement of every time yeah 
it just was like rapid fire in my head because you said movement like four times within 10 seconds because you're obsessed no i'm not ava is why do you think that is it's something mommy likes so i'm gonna like it to the extreme oh no she doesn't care what i like Mm. she's like no we're gonna watch this bullshit show and only this bullshit show bread barbershop (laughs) (laughs) only this bullshit show (laughs) anyway so we did it was like we had a time hack to meet of like 65 minutes and i think it was like five miles or something like that we were not allowed we don't can't wear our watches either or gps's so we can't so how do you track jenny you don't you have to (gasps) hope you're making the movement in time no i mean like your calorie shit Uh, i was just hoping i kept it in my pocket I didn't look at it though, but I kept it in my pocket. The Garuk people are gonna be secretly listening to this. But no, she's banned. Error. Banned. Red flag. <laughs> to my FBI agent, please don't tell on me. Um, <laughs> I will send you. Cookies. I'd rather enjoy this. Please don't ruin it for me. Please. <laughs> uh, so we had to meet the time hack. I was good that move that movement. <laughs> I didn't want to say it again. Um, and then we got to this, um, this one field where we kind of chilled out to take a break and everything, took pee breaks. Um. How'd that go? I didn't take one the first time or the second time. I only really needed one halfway through. As you're constantly chugging water. I know. The first, oh, well, I was. For several hours. It was, it's once you break the seals when it starts going downhill. I was good up until halfway. And then at the end, I was had to go to, like, the second movement. And then I was like, okay, I gotta pee again. So, we uh, sat in this field, which was nice. And we read the bios of 11 of the 44 passengers. Um, the passengers and crew. And, you know, we would also discuss, like, how, you know, why we chose that person and why there was a connection between us or if there were any other connections. Is that a puddle jumper? Huh? Was that, like, a little plane? No. It was coming from the West Coast. It's not a lot of people on there. It was just not a very busy flight. (laughs) It was coming from the West West Coast, and it was, um... It was heading towards... uh, I don't even know where it was heading. They wound up, um... They were going to take it to D.C. But... Yeah. Anyway. So after that, we started moving again and went for another hour or so. Um, there was a really cute little covered bridge, too. Um, stopped in another field, did another 11 passengers. It was actually a very pretty picture if I wasn't dying inside. Um, it was like a little empty field full of Queen's Anne's lace. Ooh. Right? So I'm sitting there and, you know, when you're rucking, your back gets really sweaty because of the, the rucksack. Yeah. So my back is completely soaking wet. It's it's getting it's nighttime and it's like sixty maybe fifty five degrees, and uh, I'm laying. It's like when you're hot and you're sweaty and you take that ruck off and you just like, I, honestly, I just laid down in the field, <laughs> and there was a, uh, you know, there's not really much light pollution out there, so Ooh. I took a second so I could just look up and all you know you can see like all the stars. The starry night. Mm-hmm. It was very starry. There was, like, no... moon didn't come up till, like, 1 or 2 a.m. How far is that from here? It's, like, two and a half hours. Not even two and a half hours. Like, two hours. Mm-hmm. It's a nice... It's a nice visit. I told Daddy he should go, too. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And like I saw you were I was able to see satellites moving. I was able to see a couple of shooting stars. That's awesome. And the Milky Way was still visible. So it was very cool. There's a little bit of light pollution on the horizon, but not much. Um We did another movement, got halfway, which was right at the memorial, but we couldn't go in because National Park Service doesn't want anyone trespassing on public parks at night um we did a recap like on all 22 people that we we read did a workout movement or um some sort of workout for each person so you know we had captain jason m doll who's 43 we did well because he's 43 we only did 40 as the cap but we did 40 push-ups in his in his name and then uh first officer Leroy Homer he's 36 so we did 36 overhead presses you know (laughs) and um you know it was it was it was a really nice way to honor those people um and after that, we did like an we we all went around and said our names. Even though at that point we really just kind of knew each other well, and yeah. you know we're all suffering together. <laughs> um, went back and kind of followed the same pattern back, and then we got to the firehouse at Shanksville, which was what responded to the scene. Um, we they brought they brought out the fire truck so we could see it and take pictures and stuff. And same one, same one. Oh, wow. yeah, and um, I think. Um, and so after, at that point we had reached all 44 people. So we went through and did a burpee for each 40, each person. So it was like 44 burpees, but, and there were porta potties at the fire, the firehouse. So at that point I peed again and then we did our pictures and that's where all the group photos and everything came from. And, um, I think we had emptied like five of the water bladders which was really good considering and carried it back um it wasn't as heavy back yeah but at that point I was you know about halfway through is when I got injured um my hip had already been a little fucky during the week a little fucky it's been a little fucky um don't know why but it was a little fucky and I guess something with my stride or maybe a rotation and picking something up or I don't know what happened but I felt a pop or a tear or something in my hipular area your hipular region yeah and it did not feel good and it screamed at me the entire time and honestly I at that point I hadn't been in that kind of pain before. Like, I have been in pain, obviously, when I broke my leg and shit, but I haven't been in pain and pushed through it. And, you know, they always, you always hear about people talking about how you want to quit and you have to push through it. And I've never really understood what that means because I've never had to do that. But I figured that out and I had real quick. I did learn. And, <laughs> you know, I had I had my, my, my regular crew with me, but I also had people that, from some of the other groups, like DMV Rec Club, and some people that I truly, like, I like, and I've considered myself, I consider friends, and people that I've just met, and, you know, 
they wouldn't, I don't think, even if I had voiced the phrase, I want to quit, I don't think they would have let me. Um, so one of the, she's like, she always winds up like the team mom. She's just amazing. Her name's Carmela. Um, she's like, you know what, Jenny, I, I, you know, she understood what I was going through. She's like, I'm going to put you up on flag, which in my opinion is never a good thing, but I, you know, had to accept that I wasn't able to physically do what my mind wanted to do. Which means that she's, she holds the flag. So I was holding the flag and so with all go ruck events, you have the American flag first. Um, sometimes you'll have a state flag. So I was carrying the Pennsylvania state flag behind the American flag or like just behind it, you know, and that sets the pace for the group. Now, because I wasn't carrying weight, hit be damned, I was going to keep that pace up and make, make the time hack. So we made every single time hack. Um, so there was no, like, punishments or PT. <laughs> but, you know, it, I it, it, when we finished, I felt like I hadn't earned the patch. But from what everybody told me is that, you know, I'm not, like, everyone could physically, could see what I was going through. Yeah. And they could see that I was not, I mean, you know, my friends, Keith and Steph and Paul, they know my standard. And they know what I usually put out. So they could tell, but it's the other people that I, you know, I, I want to support my team. And I was trying to put out the effort because I was there for people who had fucking died, you yeah. know? I'm in a little bit of pain. I should be able to nut the fuck up and do it. But, you know... They put they put it in perspective for me, and my friend Lacey actually really put it in a really good perspective. She said, if it was a reversal of our roles, and you saw me hurting the way I was and did what you did, would you feel that I put in any less effort or what I wasn't pulling for, pulling as much as I could for the team? I was like, no, I'd be fucking impressed and proud of you. And she's like, well, then you can understand why I'm proud of you. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, damn it. Yeah, we tend to be really. I was, like, right in the feels. Yeah. But, you know, it was... It was my first tough, and... It's not what I wanted as far as, you know, the injury got in the way of me putting in the amount of effort I wanted to put into. But not quitting was also very important. So... What was the thing with the Let's Roll thing? Okay. That was a guy on... Yeah, so there is a guy on the the list. His name's Todd Beamer. Um, I'll read his little bio. Todd Beamer, he's uh, age 32, hometown was Cranberry, New Jersey. Occupation, he was an account manager for the Oracle Corporation, and his reason for travel was business. Um, He left his home on September 11th for a one-day business trip to San Francisco. Beamer was raised in the Chicago area and graduated from Wheaton College and earned an MBA from DePaul University. He was caught up in the hijacking of Flight 93. He tried to reach his wife by airphone. When the call was not connected, he dialed zero to reach an airphone customer service representative who said that Beamer calmly provided critical information about the events on the plane, relayed messages for his pregnant wife and two children, and at his request, the re- representative joined him in praying the Lord's Prayer. At the end of his call, she heard him say to the others on the plane, Are you ready? Okay, let's roll. And what's really significant about that, to me anyway, is when you get to the memorial field, um, there's a, a little stone 
that says something like to the hero passengers of flight 93 and then in quotes it just says let's roll and that really just it's it's significant to me yeah and it it just means i don't know i i feel like i would like to say that's something i would do in a situation like that I don't know because I don't think any of us really truly know until we're faced with a situation like that. But I don't know if I could sit calmly and let someone decide my fate. Yeah, I get that. So I really like that these these passengers, you know, there's some in there that was like a 72-year-old woman. And she's sitting there like, you know, relaying information while the, the guys are boiling. She's helping them boil water to throw on the hijackers, you know. Jesus, how did they do that? They had, um... Like, in the... Coffee things? Yeah, in the, uh... Where the stewards, um... Do coffee and everything. Yeah, I mean... Obviously, it's been a while since I've been on an airplane. Yeah. I mean, they were... Like, the amount of plant... Like, they... Like, for such a... such, Such a high intensity situation, and something that, you know is so terrifying the amount of thought and quick thinking that went into it yeah like thinking on your toes like quickly surveying your other passengers finding out that one of them's a private pilot that can possibly try and land the plane should we be able to get this taken care of yeah you know meanwhile i can't even watch the movie i know well the problem and you know what they would have succeeded if they hadn't like if the hijackers hadn't disabled controls yeah they would have they would have been fine and they would have been able to successfully pull off the plan and it's just infuriating and thinking about it just you know yeah i mean i i won't lie i cried a lot yesterday yeah i mean i cried from pain i cried from like sitting there emotional day it was it's very highly emotional sitting there thinking about some of the things um sitting there like the woman i mentioned carmella has a daughter who's in college and basically following the same path that one of the girls on the plane was and that's why she chose her name and she's like it just makes me think that you know what that girl would have accomplished by now you know yeah i saw a video that i hadn't seen yet which at this point it's kind of weird Mm -hmm. you know this many years you know 19 years later to still be seeing footage you haven't seen sure but um it was on tiktok yeah. And it was a video of these kids in college and they started drinking. Like they saw the first tower get hit and they started drinking. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess, you know, because everyone thought it was an accident at first. Yeah. So they were probably like, oh God, this is a fucked up day, you know, start drinking. And then this, they were recording as the second tower was hit and just the raw emotion in the screams that yeah. she let out were like, yeah. Jesus Christ, like, I can't imagine being that close. Yeah. I've seen a lot of videos like that. A lot of people, you know, apparently it's not common, I guess, to have airplanes flying low, or, you know, flying in that area. Mm -hmm. Like, helicopters is one thing, but airplanes, it's not that common. Mm Mm-hmm. Initially, on September 11th of this year, they had planned to have, a, like, a flyover. Yeah. And people were like, what dumbass approved 
a flyover when people are still like there's PTSD about like you know the sound of planes in that area I remember being like every every year following that for like 10 years I was like in that plane flying off oh I still do that yeah yeah. Isn't that plane off the... Or, look, right by the Gators River Airport, too. Yeah, that's that's great, too, because yeah. there was that plane that crashed into a house. Mm-hmm. And I, every time I hear a plane that sounds like it's low, I'm like, This Fuck. is it? Yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. What am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think that's a good stopping place. I, <laughs> My anxiety. <laughs> well, I don't want to end it, like, cheerfully, because we were talking about something yeah. that's not cheerful, and it should be remembered. And, you know, even though it is painful to feel... We should feel the pain because it means, A, we're not dead, and B, we're still human. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Having that empathy is important. And I feel like right now, like specifically, we're so numb to death. Uh Uh-huh. Like, almost 200,000 people have died. I know. This year from COVID. And it's insane to think. I mean, 3,000 people died on that day. And the whole country was just... Just stopped, right? We, we stopped, but we were so united together. Yeah. And that's what... That's another reason why I liked doing these these kind of events as a... Like, for her, like a heritage event is what they're called. It doesn't matter what your politics are at this point. It doesn't matter what your stances are. It doesn't matter any of the shit that's out there right now. Because I'll tell you, there was people from both political parties. There were people of all nations and nationalities in that group last night, or the night before, rather. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The point, it, it like you're all there because we were all pissed off as a nation when that shit happened. Yeah. And it didn't matter who you were, what color you were. It well. Yeah. Well, not true. That started a lot, but yeah. you know it. You know. As far as the unity, it we we all had a, a similar outrage, and we all yeah. were all hurting together. And it made me remember what it was like to feel a little closer as a country. Yeah. So hopefully, I think I think we're on the, getting on. We're on the right path. If we can just clear out some idiots. Yeah. But I think we're... Look at you! Oh, I didn't say what idiots. I'm not sure. Oh, we all know what idiots. I know, I know. Look at you. Archie sister. (laughs) So proud of you. Alright, little buddies. We're gonna call it a day. Yep, we got 10 seconds left. We're showing affection to each other, so it's weird now. Okay. Talk to you later. Thanks. Bye. Black Lives Matter. Bye.